Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the program. 401 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scrabe. It's Gwynn and Chris on 97.3 The Fan. Tony heading down, uh, getting set to head down to spring training. He'll rejoin this program on Thursday. On Friday, you'll hear him along with Jesse Agler broadcasting the first spring game of 2023 when the Padres take on the Seattle Mariners. Game will be carried right here on 97.3. The fan, our show, will follow that. On Friday, updating you on what's going on in the sports world on this Tuesday, the Atlanta Hawks have fired coach Nate McMillan. Apparently, Quinn Snyder former coach of the Utah Jazz, is the first guy to be rumored as the replacement for McMillan. Uh, Jim Caldwell, remember Jim Caldwell, the oh, yeah. old NFL coach yeah. for the Detroit Lions? Uh, he has Colts. he has been turned away for about 35 straight head coaching jobs after being fired after the 2017 season by the Lions. Caldwell said today, I'm good. I'm just not going to try anymore. Because it's pretty obvious I'm never going to get the opportunity. He said he's just done. I mean, that tells you kind of where a lot of people, I think, are on the NFL's hiring pack practice of black coaches. Uh, Real Madrid beat Liverpool today 5-2. Am I reading that right? Yes, or is that like me. a Is I that know. an aggregate score from five games? No, no, it's an actual. This all happened in one, one game? game? Yeah, our our one of our engineers here is a massive Liverpool fan, and he, he always puts up the game on the big screen that's in the back of our performance studio. And he was so excited when they went out to a two nil lead. Liverpool did, yeah. And then yeah. I I didn't hear from him one more time. Now it was silence when it I got was to work. Silence. Real Madrid uh, turned in the uh, come from behind five two victory. I mean five two is like winning an NFL game sixty one to seven. I mean that's kind of the comparison. Yeah, that is that is the way I look at it. Uh, It was a a U. What do you call it? UCL Champions League. Yes, uh, victory for Real Madrid. So they play again. uh, These two teams uh, in a couple of weeks, but uh, Real Madrid will take a five-two advantage into the rematch. There you, soccer fans, huh? How about me updating you on soccer? Everybody. Don't get that every day. I get this all the time. Chris hates soccer. Don't get that every day. Why isn't Chris like soccer? I don't hate soccer. And I say, I don't know. I don't hate soccer. I'm going to make him talk about it more. Don't hate it. Not a big fan. Just don't hate it. Hate's a little (laughs) bit rough. I don't follow soccer too closely. Aztecs take on Colorado State tonight. That is something I follow closely. 
plan on being out at Viejas Arena for tonight's 8 p.m. tip-off. Aztecs, by the way, fell in the rankings yesterday. It's great to see I, this. No, I, I did see this, and, and thank you for bringing it up because it's ridiculous. They didn't lose a game. Yeah, but it really is much ado about nothing. Whether you're ranked 21st or 22nd will have absolutely no impact on where you're seated for the NCAA tournament, which is the only thing that truly matters. Um, obviously, they felt, uh, I think it was Northwestern passed them, and Northwestern picked up two wins over ranked teams last week. So that was a big deal. They knocked off Purdue, and uh, I think they beat Indiana. So they moved Northwestern up, and the Aztecs slid down a spot. Not a big one. All right, uh, time for a little Chris versus the fans. If you win it, you'll be entered to win a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, including a spa treatment at Serenity Spa, plus dinner at Edge Steakhouse, the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations. It's home of legendary Vegas fun. Let's give somebody a chance to make me look bad. <laughs> if you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question. Or you win, and if you are a first-time player, I don't have Tony here to do it with me. So it's just going to be me. But uh, just let us know before the first question, and we immediately skip you to question number two. I think uh, we had some pretty good players at the end of last week, Chris. I, I know we had one good player. We had he one very good player. dominated the game. I can't get over that guy. <laughs> I, I can't remember his name, but he knows who we're... <laughs> I'm if, so impressed by him that I don't know his name, but yeah. He knows who we're talking about. Yeah, he, he came on and I just, even said that he was probably top 10 best players of all time. Cause that was I would say he was. was top one best top, player of all you time. You think he's the best player of all time? It's the only guy I've ever remembered get two impossible questions and answer them both within two seconds. The last we've never question, had anybody who do, does has no, done that. You're right, but the last question. The last question was next to impossible. No, well, it was who has played in the Little League World Series, the College World Series, the Real World Series, the World Baseball Classic, and the Olympics. Before you finish saying it, he said Jason Veritek. And the reason he knows this is because his dad is a diehard Red Sox fan, he told me, and somehow he through osmosis he got Jason Veritek. All right, you asked that same question to Don Orsillo. See if he knows it. I bet you he knows it. You think he knows it? I don't know. Well, Don, you know what? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say you do know it. As a guy <laughs> that so. covered the Red Sox for as long as you for did. For a long time, yeah. Yeah, and knew all of the little ins and outs of all those players. Don Orsillo probably did know that one as well. Well, let's get started. So there was started. two people who knew the answer to that. Don Orsillo and the guy who called our show. Yeah, I bet you Jason Veritek wasn't even aware that he had done all that stuff. Well, yeah, when he said Jason Veritek, and it wasn't like... He cheated because he said it so no, quickly. No, he said it before you finished the question. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Anyway. All, All right, right, let's, let's get into to, this let's, one. Let's focus on today's game. Jake, you are up first. How are you? Doing well, guys. Thanks Hi, Jake. for having me on. Of course. Thanks for playing. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All Good. right. Here we go. The College Notre Dame is located in what state? Um... Notre Dame. Um, Philadelphia? 
Philadelphia. Uh oh. I don't think I'm sorry, Jake. I think Chris knows this. Oh, I totally know this, and uh, Philadelphia is not a state, so that's okay, a real stop problem. Attacking that Jake, people. I'm not attacking him. I'm just saying. Uh, it's in Indiana, South Bend, Indiana, to be specific. Sorry, Jake. Calls back Sorry, later Jake. this week. That's kind of funny. I wonder. I wonder what the percentage of people out there who know Notre Dame is in Indiana, and the percentage who just don't. They've been following sports all this time, all these years. Notre Dame doesn't give you an eye. Doesn't by the very name Notre Dame. It doesn't tell you where no. it is. No, it doesn't. So I wonder. Like to me, I know I've been there before. Oh. But I mean, I wonder how many people really, I, truly know it's in Indiana. I'm I still bet you there's a good amount of people who don't know that. I, I'm still learning where places are when we get into March Madness. I'm like, where's this college? I'm one, like, wow. one place you know where it is, Wake Forest. You know where that is. Uh, I don't actually know the you city, don't? but I think it's in Tennessee. <laughs> is it not? It's not. Where's it? Where, where's Wake Forest? <laughs> Wake Forest is in the ACC. Man, that's North Carolina country. Oh, who's the oh uh, Vanderbilt's in Tennessee? Vanderbilt's in Tennessee. All right, all right, you're getting there. One day you'll still, have it all squared away. Still with that dumb Wake Forest. Wake Forest is just haunting you. It will always in every way, me. shape, or form. Ryan, you are our next contestant. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Pretty, Pretty good. Ryan. Pretty How are good. you? Are you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Here we go. That was kind of loud. Um, Fran Tarkenton primarily played for what NFL team? That would be the Vikings. Vikings is there correct. I would have accepted nice New job. York Giants because he played for the Giants. For I looked it up a while, not primarily, but for a while. Okay, if you would have, I would have given it to him, but he didn't need it. He got Vikings. Very good. All right, here we go. Question number two. Fran Ryan. Tarkenton started three Super Bowls, lost them all. Okay. Sorry about that, Fran. Yeah, sorry, Fran. Um, Andy Reid coached in his fourth Super Bowl last week. Name the four teams he has coached against in the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, Buccaneers. Okay. Patriots. Okay. Okay. Sorry, out of time. Ran it's okay, time. Ryan. It's okay. Let's see if Chris knows. Uh, the other two are the phony Niners, <sighs> and of course the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Very Ryan. Good, Ryan. Good try. That's a tough one. That, That's a tough one. Is it? It's all. They're all tough ones I if you don't the, know them. I thought that. <laughs> Duh. It's always a tough one if you don't know. I mean, if you don't, if you're not you know familiar, it's not with, a tough one. If you're not familiar with sports trivia, I don't think this is the game for you. That's not true. We've had many people come on here, and I and, I, and you shouldn't say that because that's going to turn that. people away. I say that because you're not likely to get all three guesses correct. But I have. All right. You're right. You I have got three in a row wrong before. That's right. And people have won their way to Vegas that way. That is true. All right. Let's move on to our next contestant, Colin. What's going on, Colin? How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, Hi, Colin. Are you ready, Colin? Yes. Hopefully so. <laughs> right, here we ready. go. Otherwise, Scrabe will say something like, if you don't know sports trivia, you shouldn't come on this segment. <laughs> Which, Talk about ripping okay. the people. I wasn't ripping anyone. Yes, you are. Which golf I'll take club- another Red Sox question. Uh, I oh, don't have any, unfortunately. But I think you're going to know this one. I hope you know this one. Which golf club do you use when you are on the green? 
That would be a putter. Putter is correct. Good job. Here we go. Question number two. I got a Red Sox question for him. Okay, we're. I'm gonna, gonna see how well he does. All right. First. Who was the bench coach for the Diamondbacks in the 2001 season? The bench coach. Bench coach. Yes, wow. there's a reason I'm asking this. Just think. Awesome. Critically. Uh, I think he might have been a player at the time, but my guess is Matt Williams. Matt That's Williams. a good guess. That is a good guess, but unfortunately that is incorrect. Chris, do you know? No, but um, guess Bob Melvin. <sighs> that is, that uh, is correct. Sorry. I'm All right, sorry. Why don't we give him a Red Sox question oh, just oh, for fun? Oh, oh, for fun? Yeah, he says Red, you're a Red Sox guy, right? Yeah, I was the one with the Veritech question. Oh, this is Colin. Okay, that, Colin. I, this is Colin? Yes, his voice was familiar. Oh, this was the greatest player in the history of the game. Yes, it was. Yes, the greatest player. Not anymore. Oh, man, I, I love it, that. No. Colin, you're, and you're amazing. Yeah, you're amazing. All right, who Colin. hit the tying home Thank run you. in the famous Game 6 of the 1975 World Series preceding Carlton Fisk's foul pole shot? That I was is... hoping it's for a sooner one. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm going to guess Jim Rice. Bernie Carbo. Don't you uh, forget it, Colin. Thank you, Colin. Thanks for calling in. Call back. I just had to prove that I was still a little better I, than Colin. I, I realize that's what you're doing. But I didn't realize there. he was the guy. He was our guy. I from knew his voice sounded familiar. Um, yeah. I didn't check and see who won. I mean, it's unfortunate that I can't remember who won on Friday. No. That's uh, just unfortunate. All right, that's let's right. go to um, Matthew. Are you there, Hello? Matthew? Hello. Have yeah, you... can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we got you. Are you ready to play the game? Yeah, let's do it. All right. What NFL team used to play at Ralph Wilson Stadium? The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills is correct. Nice job. Nice job, Matthew. Are you a Matt or a Matthew? Uh, usually Matt, but it, uh, I'll, I'll go by anything, I guess. Okay, I'll call you Matt, because I, I as a Matthew, the only time I'm in, I get called Matthew is when I'm in trouble by my mom. So. Uh, I, the same way, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ask the next question, will you, Matthew? <laughs> no, hey, that's only reserved for my mom. Our, our moms. Here we go, Matt. Question number two. What Kansas City Chiefs player was traded to the Chiefs by the New York Giants during the 2022 regular season? Oh, he plays wide receiver. Uh, Tony. I will. I will. I will accept that. Yeah. That's good enough. Kadarius Tony. Tony. That's a nice win. job. Good you know, for if, if last names are good enough for Jeopardy. They're good, good enough, enough for you on this show. All right. I heard. I heard the ding of the bell. <laughs> you're you're, no, you're good. You you're good. It. Here you we go. It. Question number three for this qualification to Las Vegas. Um, let's see. Who was the last pitcher to lead the major leagues in strikeouts in back-to-back seasons? Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. Stay there, though. Stay there, though, Matt. A lot of people to choose from here. Yes. To lead what now? All of baseball or just their league? Uh, All of baseball. How about Randy Johnson? Randy Johnson. Incorrect, Matt. You are the winner. Listen to how happy Scraby is. 
It was actually Mr. Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. 2011, 2012. So stay there, Matt. I will uh, be talking to you in the break here. Very good, Matt. You win uh, Chris versus the fans today. You can put that on your uh, trophy shelf. Yeah. You also get entered into the uh, drawing to win the two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas. Uh, And the spa treatment at Serenity Spa and dinner at Edge Steakhouse. Nicely done by Matt there. Very nice. He is uh, today's uh, winner of the uh, the big time prize. Uh, we have something else to give away on the show. Still, we do not. Oh, did you give? A- oh no, we don't. Okay, I misread that. It's okay. It's a uh, qualifying to win the Depeche Mode yes, tickets. By that is correct. To the Odyssey app. That is correct. Like that. Yes, if you, <laughs> or something like that. If well, you listen to the here. Odyssey app, or go to ninety-seven-three thefansd.com, you must register. But. If you uh, listen for every hour is an entry into Depeche Mode tickets, that's what Chris is talking about. All right. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about an NFL offensive coordinator who doesn't look like he's all that smart. I'll explain who it is when Gwen and Chris returns after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Gwen Chris, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Scraby. Chris Ella here with me in studio. Tony on his way tomorrow out to Peoria. He's just getting some things in line before he heads out there. Uh, if you want to go back to our 2 p.m. He's getting his horses groomed. Yes, his horses. We did talk about how... Tony is taking a Clydesdale out to Peoria. That's why no, he's leaving him a right now, days. and he's not on the air till Friday. Uh, that's not true. Thursday, I believe. Oh yeah, so we'll be back on this show. Yes, Thursday. so we, we joked around that he was uh, taking a Clydesdale, but then it turned into eight Clydesdales. He's taking Pony Express, as it were. <laughs> yes, he is. Chris, you you had me with your tease before the break. You said well, a, an offensive coordinator is not very smart. Not very smart, and he won't tell me why. Well, I'm going to tell you who first. Oh uh, yes, please. The guy's name is Todd Monken. He is the new. Offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. Now, you talk about a guy that's saying all the right things at his introductory press conference. Todd Monken with the Baltimore Ravens was in, at his uh, press conference was, of course, asked about the whereabouts of Lamar Jackson, whether or not Lamar Jackson's ever going to be coach of the Ravens before. Said Todd Monken, 
Not really worried. About really, whether Lamar? he comes or not. About I, Lamar? I, yeah. About like, your... really? What do you have to fall back on there in Baltimore? I don't know. Nothing. He, he came from Georgia, right? I don't know. I think he came from uh, Georgia. I don't know where this guy's from, but uh, anyway, he just wants to make his way into the NFL. And uh, yes, you're right. He has left Georgia where he won back-to-back national championships. I'll tell you one thing. The NFL is a totally different animal. Yeah. Doesn't mean he can't do it. Um, you know, but uh, when he was asked what, what he would do with Lamar Jackson out for a long period of time, uh, Monken said, well, he'll be, just be behind. But it's still just football. Sometimes we just make this out to be way too much. Okay, good luck. To yeah, Todd I was just Monken. about to say, what's Here's going the deal, on with Todd? this guy? Here's, let me explain something to you, Todd. Todd. Two-time N, uh, NCAA champion. Let me explain something to you. Your success as a future coach in the National Football League depends on one thing and one thing only, and that is whether or not Lamar Jackson returns as quarterback to the Baltimore Ravens sooner rather than later. Yeah, 100%. Because if he doesn't come back, you have no quarterback, and you will have no success, and no one will ever want you to work for their team. Ever again. Ever again. I yeah. mean, it's incredible to me. This is a guy. You're the you're the new offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. Congratulations. That's the good news. The bad news is you have no quarterback, and you may not have one anytime soon. I it's I get why he wants to go to the NFL, but it would be a it would be a hesitation for me if I didn't know who the quarterback was I was going to get to work with. Because, like you said, I mean, there there are certain quarterbacks that get drafted into the league and their career is over before it begins because they're in, inst- in they have instability within the organization. But this guy, you can't just come in there and say I don't need Lamar Jackson. Jeez. He didn't say he didn't need him. I know. He just said he's not worried if he doesn't show up. Uh, That's the same thing. Here's another NFL story that I came across, Scrabby. Let me ask you, what does this mean if you're the Chargers organization? Here's the story. Ronaldo Hill is leaving as defensive coordinator of the Chargers. Defensive coordinator. He's leaving to become the pass game coordinator under Vic Fangio in Miami with the Dolphins. Tells me one thing. I mean, who takes that big of a step back? A guy who doesn't want to be a part of that organization. Well, Brandon Staley does call the defensive plays. Yeah, so but, he's not really. Maybe so he's maybe not it's more of a lateral move. Maybe it's more of a lateral move than we're saying. But it sounds like a huge step back. You're going from defensive coordinator to pass game coordinator. Your boss is now going to be the defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. Yeah. That's true. Fangio said, first and foremost, Ronaldo's a good coach. Well, yeah, I mean, you're getting a defensive coordinator to work for you. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I wonder if the passing game coordinator is uh, the new up-and-coming position. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing. Whoever the passing defensive game coordinator for the Dolphins is, got a lot of work ahead. (laughs) There's a lot of passes completed against that defense last (laughs) year. I knew that was about to happen. I knew you were going to say that. So good luck to my pal, Ronaldo Hill. I'm counting on you, Ronaldo. <laughs> You're counting on uh, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley still expected to call the plays, the same plays he called in the playoff game that the Chargers blew a 30 to nothing lead in. Which wasn't Was that really the score? 
It wasn't 30 to nothing. No, it wasn't 30 to nothing. (laughs) It seemed like it was 30 to nothing. No, no, no. They started making their comeback, the Jaguars, before halftime. Yeah, but they were down four touchdowns by then, weren't they? I don't know about four. I think that they didn't score a couple of them. Honestly, I can't remember what what the... uh... Man, our memories are just nothing, Yeah, I mean, we're getting old. We're getting old. We are getting old. What was this? They lost their... Okay, it was 27 to nothing. They were losing 31 to 30. Yes. Or they lost 31 yes, to 30, but at one point score. they had 27 to nothing when the Jaguars rallied. Good play calling by Brandon Staley. Rex Ryan, by the way. Oh, what happened with him? He, this is interesting. This is very interesting because I'm, I'm looking back at a story on the Chargers' loss to the Jaguars. Uh-huh. Rex Ryan was very critical of Brandon Staley's, quote, reckless play calling in that game. Guess what? Rex Ryan has already interviewed to be the new defensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos, who will twice a year be facing Brandon Staley's Chargers. <laughs> that could make for a fun. It situation. really could. I don't know. I, I, what do you Rex, think about Rex Ryan returning to coaching? It's I, not done yet. Yeah, we talked last week, and I, I think it's a little weird because he has been very vocal about uh, a lot of people. In yes, the league. he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way with his. He hasn't rubbed me the wrong way. Because I, as a viewer, appreciate his honest take on things. Yeah, but he's rubbed but the now, wrong way. He's rubbed people the wrong way. Yes, who are and now he's going to be peers. in the league with all of these people that he's been critical of for quite some time. Yeah. That is a sticky situation at best. Definitely is. All right. Should I go over five or six minutes to mess up the timing of the big five? Oh, yes. If you want to see me pull my hair out, go for it. Well, it's your segment, so you've been have to get oh, us out of it. That is true. Huh. Well, we are going to do the Big Five next, and I have a couple stories, Chris. There is a story out predicting the best player in baseball for next, for this season, and I'm going to tell you who it is. It is a Padre. But also, here's the other thing I want to get your opinion on. There's a major change being considered by NCAA football officials, and I cannot wait until I hear what you have to say about it. So that's what we're going to do when we get back in the Big Five, 97.3 The Fan. <laughs> 438 is the time. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. The Gwen and Chris program today featuring Chris Ello and Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. will rejoin us on Thursday as he works his way down to Peoria to get ready for the start of Padre Spring Training. Tony will be in the booth with Jesse Agler on Friday noon right here on 97.3 The Fan, the first spring training game of this highly anticipated 2023 season. Everybody knows who John Miller is. I would hope so. The great play-by-play voice of the San Francisco Giants, but also ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. I think pretty much everybody's probably heard some John Miller somewhere along the line. I happen to think he's one of the very best at what he does. Uh, I think he's uh, top 10. He has soothing sounds. Very good, and just a really good description and a good way about him. Uh, He's on television right now on one of our screens here in the studio. I don't know why I felt the need to pass this on (laughs) to everybody, but John Miller was always kind of a hefty guy, right? I mean, that's fair to say. He's a bit of a hefty guy. As a hefty guy myself, I can say that. You're not. He was heftier. Oh, really? Than you. Okay. No longer. He no. is now skinnier than Tony. Yeah, he's skinny. He hasn't eaten like <laughs> in six months. John Miller is on television right now. I, I, those of you who can picture John Miller, 
Don't picture him like that anymore. No. He doesn't look like that at all. He's uh, strange. Not, not strange. Good for him. No, good for him for sure. Yeah, he's uh, looking much healthier here. Uh, so that's kind of nice. One other quick baseball note. This is probably more important than the John Miller note, but I thought I'd start with the John Miller one. <laughs> Yankee manager Aaron Boone said he's, said he's considering putting all-star outfielder Aaron Judge in left field Whoa. this spring. I've seen him practicing at first, too. Well, uh, Judge said uh, he might have to play a little left field if and when the Yankees want to get, as Judge calls him, Big G in right field. Big, Big G. G. Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> yes. Oh, Stanton has been the DH for the last couple of years, and Judge has been the right fielder. But apparently, uh, Yankees want to have a little maneuverability there, so they may try Judge in left field as a way of opening up right field for John Carlos Stanton. Hmm. All right, so there you go. Having a little balance is what the Yankees might be after. That's not a big story if it's the Kansas City Royals. No, no, not but at it all. is when it has to do with America's team. The Cowboys? Yeah, the Cowboys. I don't think the Yankees are America's team anymore. Oh, I still think they're the biggest. Look, they were the evil empire for all those years. I think, like, the, the, the Cowboys of baseball, if there is such a thing as the Yankees. I would agree with that. All right. So that's where I'm going. Two teams I can't stand. Yeah. Most people can't. Yeah. Unless you're a fan of one of those two teams. And as I've said before, Nobody hates the Falcons. <laughs> or you the have Hawks. to have a certain amount of respect and a certain amount of success for people to hate you. This is true. Which is what so you mean? Crazy. All those mean comments I get on Twitter on the Forty ers No, take just, that as a just, sign of respect. Just mean comments in general. Oh, just you in general. Yes, yeah. take that as a sign of all respect. All right, I will. Even though it's it hurts, a, it's a better way to look at it. <laughs> Let's check traffic, then get into the big five. After the end of a good fight. You deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, this hour is sponsored by 5-Hour Energy. Visit 5HourEnergy.com. Remember college? 5-Hour Energy got you through. The energy, the energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover 5-Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit 5HourEnergy.com. I teased it before the break, but there is... No. 
number five. A Padres player that is being predicted to be the best hitter in 2023. So let's get into it. MLB.com Sarah Langs put out this article over the weekend, and it used stats and analytics to predict it and predict what hitter is going to be the best in 2023. Those stats and calculations churned out Mr. Juan Soto as the best hitter of the 2023 season. So, Chris, if you want to see this, I just put it on my Twitter, at Matt Scraby. You can read the entire article. But on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your confidence Juan Soto gets back to normal in 2023? Um, well, I would say I have a 10 in terms of confidence that Juan Soto will do better in 2023 than he did in 2022. Well, yes. I think everybody feels that's an, that's a given. But I don't know that he 100% gets back. I hope he does, obviously. Yeah. It'd be good for the Padres if he's mashing baseballs the way he once did. But San Diego's a different hitting ballpark than Washington. Tougher to put up big numbers here. Um, so I'm... You know, I'm still pretty confident. I mean, I think Juan Soto's going to have a great year. I don't, I wouldn't, that's a lot to put on anybody saying they're going to be the best hitter in all of baseball. It is. I guess he once was to a certain extent. I want to say once was as if it's a day gone by. <laughs> He's only like 24. Never, yeah, to 40 years ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, Juan Soto has to prove it to me. Because I, I never really watched him on a daily basis in Washington. Did you? Uh, no, no. Of course not. I mean, not. we didn't watch every Washington game. But when I watched him on a daily basis with San Diego, I kept waiting for him to go crazy. Me too. And Me it too. never really happened. So, You're right. You know, I have to wait and see. I'm going to give it a six. Uh, you know what? I was going to give it a, uh, a seven, but I think I'm going to give it an eight, Chris. Moving it up. I think... I think Everything I've seen and read out of spring training is that he just needed time to to get himself situated last year. Well, that could very We've well talked be. about I it. I hope you're right. So many times, but it, it's not easy to just pick up and move across the country and play at that high level. And I know that people don't buy that excuse, but I do. And I think that he is going to be much happier. He's uh, settled here in San Diego, and he has met the fans. He's becoming, in- is it the word ingratiated into our community? Is that the word, Chris? Ingratiated? Well, I think he'll be ingratiated if he starts hitting the way he used to in Washington, yeah. for sure. But, yes, my, my mine's going to be an eight. I think he's going to be back to You're normal. You're feeling it. I'm feeling it. Good. Good, he says. <laughs> Number four. Here's the major change. And it's being considered by NCAA football officials for the future. By the way, if I don't mind me interrupting, and I uh-huh. just did. Is this the longest interview you've ever seen? John Miller is still on TV. <laughs> You're right. It's a very long interview. I mean, whatever TV interview he's doing, he's been doing it for like 45 minutes. We got back from the commercial break at uh, like 38, and he's still on there. That's a long interview. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No problem. No problem. But it's all for the, the, the major changes in NCAA football. It's all in the name of health and safety. Since 1968, college football has stopped the clock after every first down, which is a main difference between the college and NFL game. They sent a covert official to different games last season, and that official determined 18 to 20 plays could be cut out of the game if the clock ran after first downs, thus limiting the amount of plays players are at risk. In 2022, 46% of plays were passes, so with the incompletions, there was a lot of clock stopping along with the first downs. The committee is also considering letting the clock run after incomplete passes. So I'm up first here. Do you do we like either of these proposed rule changes, if I can say that correctly? I think the uh, the first down thing, I, I think that could 
that makes sense to me. Just keep it rolling. Make sure that you're cutting out those 18 to 20 plays. Passing is a big thing in, in college football. I could not see the incomplete pass being turned into a running clock. That would be crazy. Games would be over an hour and 15 minutes, and there's no strategy to it. So I, I think that there's it's worth looking into stopping the clock every – or not stopping the clock after every first down. It is not worth looking into the incompletion and having the clock run. Chris? I've always fought, uh, thought that it's a, a little bit strange that the rules uh, – some of the intricate rules – for college football are totally different than the National Football League. Same sport, same deal, played at a little different level, but why not have the same rules? So whatever the rules are in the NFL, I'd be fine if those were the rules in college. I I, I, I am an old school, get off my lawn guy, but I don't need the clock to stop anymore after first downs. These teams can Was run it? their hurry up offense perfectly fine in college football. We've seen them do it. Um the game's already long enough. College football games really, on average, are three hours and 45 minutes. Way longer than an NFL game. They're way game. longer than an NFL game, so maybe it's time to shorten it up. So I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, I don't mind these rules being changed. All right. But I'd like to make them uniform. Uh, another one I'd like to see changed, two feet inbounds to make a catch. Oh, in college. In college. It was it was one foot back in the, you know, in the hinterland days <laughs> when guys were throwing peach baskets, but... <laughs> These are, you know, these are pro level receivers now. You know, you give Garrett Wilson or Marvin Harrison Jr. one foot, one foot in bounds, destroy you. Kidding me? College kids can catch with two feet. Just put the rules, make them the same. It's easy for all of us to follow. I get what you're saying, but in that regard, that does separate the level between amateurs and professionals. Because amateurs, it should be a little bit easier on. I get you, but not to me. Just play the same. And same in high school sports. Just play it all the same. Number three. The NBA All-Star Game was on Sunday. Team Giannis beat Team LeBron 184-175 to with uh, Jason Tatum winning the MVP after scoring 55 points. ESPN's Stephen A. was asked on his show if he enjoyed the All-Star Game, and here is what he said. Hell no, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> uh, the reality of the situation, here's what's inexcusable. It's, it's, it's pathetic as the All-Pro Game was in football it's kind of understandable, guys, because football is a violent sport, and we get all of that. And I'm not trying to say that you need to go all out as basketball players for All-Star Weekend because you got the second half of the season to consider, even though it's less than the second half of the season because you only got about 23 or 24 games left on the schedule. What I'm trying to say about the sport of basketball is that we don't need to see an All-Star game taking place where you play harder in summer competition when you're working out than you do. There was no effort whatsoever. What we should be able to see, other than dunks, we should not be able to look at a basketball game and know that anybody could be on the court with you based on the effort you're putting on display. It just reeks of, 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 of a level of arrogance and taking fans for granted. I'm, so good, with, I'm good with that. <laughs> you're good with that? You yeah, like that? I, I, I'll be honest Well, here's the question. Here's the question. Give me a question, but... Can it's I really just, easy. All right, go do ahead. you agree with Stephen A? Yes, I do. Okay. All right, now, here's the other thing. I could have said this very same thing that Stephen A said, so I'm, I I don't know that we need to always look at him as an authority on stuff. I mean, I agree. Ha, have you ever looked at a picture of Stephen A. Smith on ESPN.com or watched Stephen A. Smith when he's yeah. not screaming something? Yeah, I have. Why can't the guy just talk? 
Why can't his points just be talked out? Does because he have he's to paid yell to them be, to me yeah, all the time? Yeah, he's paid to be to, to do that. That's yeah. his. That's his thing. Yeah. Well, I don't want to pay him to yell at me on this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, okay. Uh, do I agree with Stephen A. Smith? I, I do, and I don't. I said it earlier during the first couple segments of the show. That that's what I want to see. I want to see them just having fun, throwing the ball off of the backboard, dunks, threes, fifty five. Yeah, well points. then have an exhibition. Don't have a game. That is what they're playing though. It's an exhibition. Yeah, but that's not even an exhibition of basketball. That you gotta have some look, to me a a great dunk is one that's challenged. Not one that's not challenged. Yeah, but I want to see them do, in my opinion, I want to see them do the crazy dunks that isn't challenged because we don't usually get to see those dunks during games anyway. So why not get it during the All-Star game? Do the through the legs while LeBron looks on or whoever's dunking, LeBron's dunking and someone else is looking on. I get what you're saying. It does seem like those guys didn't really want to be there, but I kind of enjoyed the game. Number two. Remote broadcasting is a big issue and one that keeps growing. The latest case is with the Toronto Blue Jays radio broadcast. The Blue Jays have done several unusual things there in recent years. First, they cut out radio entirely in 2021 and replaced it with a TV simulcast. Can you believe that, Chris? They just put the TV on the radio, which doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's pretty bad. They defended that for a while, but then they brought back a separate radio feed uh, late that summer. Then they kept radio broadcaster Ben Wagner to only calling home games in person and road games off monitors for the first part of 2022 before allowing him to have a typical travel schedule. Now, heading into this season... They, well, radio rights holder Sportsnet, which, like the team, is owned by Rogers Sports and Media, again plan to only have Wagner call home games in person. I'm up first. Should this be allowed? Answer is no, because as closely as we work with Tony and as closely as I've worked with Padres Radio uh, over the years and, and Jesse having to call games off of the monitor, you just don't get the same experience calling games off of a monitor. You can't see where the ball is heading into the stands. You can't even see if the ball's a foul ball right off the bat. You have to wait for the TV to tell you. And I think that this is a, they're letting down their fans when they're providing such a terrible experience. And I, I'm not a fan of the Blue Jays for doing this. Uh, Chris? Yeah, not only should they not do it, baseball should step in and not allow them to do it. That's what I'm saying. I, I think baseball should have a have a say in this, what the, the practices of its teams. It's amazing the corners that they will cut to save what twenty thousand dollars in travel. It's crazy while they're paying players twenty million a year. I mean, this is ridiculous. Let yeah. the guy travel. Let him see the game. Let him do his broadcast properly. I, End I of story. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it's just crazy that they do this. And like you said, they're saving pennies on the thousands of dollars. Right. All right. Final number one, and it's all about. Eric Bieniemy. He's now the offensive coordinator for the Commanders, and he is also now officially an assistant coach. Well, LaShawn McCoy, former player for the Chiefs, had to say this about Eric Bieniemy with the Commanders. I hope he doesn't, but I think he will. What's his value? What makes him a good offensive coordinator? See, the problem is a lot of these people that go on social media, oh, he should be the guy for the job. They haven't played there. They're not in the locker room. I've been in the rooms where he's coaching, and he has nothing to do with the pass game at all. When the plays are, are designed. So basically, you can go on and you can find this on Shady McCoy's Twitter. But he is saying that he just uh, he doesn't design the plays. He's not the offensive genius that Andy Reid is. And so that's why he's being passed over. Chris, how much can we trust from former players? 
Shady McCoy? Yeah. Well, his name is Shady. There you go. There's and your he answer. was also not really involved in the offense. There's your answer, the though. I, I, yeah, he was he was not play. He didn't get much of an opportunity there, so I think he's bitter. I think so, too. That's a problem sometimes you have with former players that have a bad situation, and it bleeds over into their commentary later and on. And Jamal Charles, who played for the Chiefs, quote tweeted this and said, I worked with him for four years, and I had nothing but great experiences with Eric Bieniemy." Yeah, because they handed him the ball. Exactly. That's All true. right. Uh, very good, Scraby. Nice big five. We'll take a timeout. Come back. Happy hour when Gwen and Chris resumes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 